Let's open our eyes, listeners. What do you see around you? I see I see a pixelated landscape before me. What is that off into the distance there? The landscape is shifting around me. I'm staring up into what feels like the night sky. Guys, this is unlistenable. This is unlistenable. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Crit Crew. This is our episode on Proteus because... (laughs) Pull back the curtains here. Yeah, do you want, let's go behind throwing, the scenes okay, at the top. Let's just air, instant, let's air instant our, shade. Let's throw <laughs> our dirty laundry into the washer and dryer right now. Okay. Known as this of podcast. Your pot, yes. Yeah. You mean you mean on the clothesline, <laughs> air out your dirty laundry is the phrase. We have to wash it though. That's what I'm saying. Guys, if video games were laundry, what detergent would you use to wash them all? Okay. <laughs> My spit. But for real. Apparently. <laughs> Um, so, it was gonna be the beginning of my month, um, but I, uh, was unaware that, um, uh, I needed to finish the game that we were talking about. That made it seem <laughs> so, like I really didn't know what I was talking about. So, it, so, what happened is, we all got on the call, and we're like, hey, let's record, and Caleb said, cool, but don't talk about the ending, and, and Max said, and I said what no <laughs> to, to to my credit though the theme of my month is spiritual successors and i really thought that we were just going to discuss how the last guardian in particular stacked up to team ego's other efforts and i legitimately no. didn't think the ending was going to matter we, without getting too, without getting too stuck on it quick question how important is the ending of shadow of the colossus Oh, it's. I was like, me? <laughs> How important is the ending of Ico? It's incredibly important, but I don't think it so, actually makes the experience. Is what I'm saying. Well, I was gonna okay. say this is like this is a company where every single game they've made has an incredibly important, like, uh, emotionally charged ending that has something to All do right. with a greater picture. Truth. We have we have picked on Caleb enough. Yes, we're, we have. We're just gonna yes, conti- we have. We're gonna continue the circle, airing dirty laundry. There probably won't be an episode next week. I'm going to be going on vacation, and I just don't know how I'll be able to upload and edit mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, cut together. Mm-hmm. That was reverse order. I edit before I upload. Um, <laughs> chop, but, yeah, chop and good. let it go. I mean, not you did, sure how you it's going to happen. You did miss that entire chunk of audio in that uh, oh, that one episode. Max is spitting fire today. <laughs> yeah, Max, do you, what do you have to air, jerk? I don't know that I have anything. Can you push me under Damn the bus? Un- he was I'm late. Pretty, he was late I made it, today. I made, it, I, made a twi- I made the Twitter account and I barely used it, so there's that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Max is a jerk. All right, so I mean, we're Matt, talking about Matt, Proteus. T- Matt tweeted at us and I responded, so. That's neat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about Proteus instead. We'll hop back to The Last Guardian probably in two weeks. Um, it is pretty so appropriate, saying, though, uh, that our Last that Guardian true. episode is delayed considering the development hell. It's very happen. true. So it's very true. What we're getting at is you better enjoy the hell out of this episode because it's going to have to get you by two weeks. What, so what, really savor every decimal. I thought you were, I thought you were getting at uh, we'll see you in 2019 with our Last Guardian episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get a whole separate crew on it. It'll be <laughs> It'll be fine. We're gonna switch. We're um, gonna switch from podcast to um, direct brainwave. Uh, yep. Cause, yeah, because yeah, yeah, holocasts. Okay. It's time to get into Proteus. Um, luckily, 
This game does not take a lot of intro. It is sort of a walking simulator soundscape. It's also kind of an extension of my month. It's a little bit of an extension of your month. It is certainly not an extension of my month. It is quite the opposite. But you just sort of wake up, like, again, take a quick sec to Google it. It is very, I don't even know how to describe the art style. Like, it's not, low poly isn't the right word. It is very, like, sort of 3D pixels. Yeah. Yeah. It's pixelated with a, like, enormous amount of focus on, like, color blocks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, everything is, like, very single color block relationship. It's also, like, interesting, like, you're traversing over a 3D landscape that is textured with pixels, but the actual, like, geometry, like, trees and stuff are strictly the old school, you know, Doom style. You have a flat plane that sort of, like, doesn't really Rotates as as you rotate. Yeah, it's it's Mm -hmm. not a 3D object. Per se, so it's interesting. Two and a half D. That's not the quite the, what this one means, but <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, but let's but, move uh, on. yeah, so you like you're on this procedurally generated island essentially, and there's a sort of like ambient sound playing. And as you like walk up, Max, you made a look to say that that is not what happens, but I am pretty sure so far I am batting a thousand for describing you know, this you're game. Bad, you're batting a thousand. I was just going to add in that you're, wander, <laughs> you're walking the island and you have no preconceived goal or anything. There is no... That is true. There isn't even any sort of visual indicator that tells you what your goal is. You have literally nothing. Yeah. And you never find so, out. And what happens is like, it's just like you're experiencing the song that is created as you walk around. Like, there's sort of this bass track that starts out, but then like you get near these little birds and when they fly away they add this little like extra layer of sound and when you get near like tree with leaves falling they're a little like t- this like tinkling and then actually the game goes through different seasons um and the sort of the soundscape changes a little bit at each season but that's the game and that's very um, much like the goal of the game is to mm-hmm. be this kind of organic environmental experience and i so here's here's what we normally end up at a certain point in our reviews where we don't know where to go because Caleb and I don't care for this game very much and Max does. So Firstly, which, though, which... We, we haven't mentioned uh, this game was designed by Ed Key and David Kanga. Um, oh, David Kanaga. Um, David Kanaga being a composer. Um, so mm-hmm. like very much so like this was it's, designed uh, it, to... Yeah. And I think that most of its praise has been audio related. Like this game was very but, much designed yeah. to be a musical functioning thing and sure where you say that it like emits different sounds Mm -hmm. the sounds are not entirely strictly um just kind of random there's a very musical quality to them oh definitely yeah so like the the game kind of it doesn't function as like a like random sound thing it really does kind of compose a musical piece as you walk through it yeah um Oh man, I was about to say something that was going to be pretty so, good now for I, I have a question. Yeah, so, oh, go ahead, David. Sorry. <laughs> it actually was not that great, but I, that's why I forgot <laughs> it. It was just like when, when someone told me about this game when I was deciding if I wanted to get the Humble Bundle that contained this and actually play it, the, I think, review quote that I heard was, this was the prettiest song that I have ever played. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cute. And that, that sort of like sums up this yeah. game pretty well. I, it is... Like, I, I have a question then. Um, considering that, like, the assets are procedurally generated do you feel like the audio cues are seamless enough and also varied enough that it feels like kind of a new experience every time or i my 
You first, Max. Go ahead. Oh no, I, I was gonna say, I think that it's not really. I mean, I would say yes and no. Uh huh. It isn't. It's inherently new because things do just kind of happen when they happen in that procedural generated way. Yeah. But there are only like so many different musical cues that it can play sure. off of. Um, I do think that it doesn't have a the the quality that I always like is that it always feels very organic. Um, yeah. It is worth noting that like this game is <coughs> simplistic in what it has in it, but I think that what it has in it, it does phenomenally well. I mean, again, you it, it is a walking simulator, and it just kind of basically was like, we're going to make it look real good, and it's going to look good of its specific style, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to sound real good, and that's I can... all that it is. My response would be, and this is jumping like straight into the critique section of it, is it, it like the sound it creates is very gorgeous, but I don't think it is very varied where like when you start, like each game, the island looks the same, but it yeah. pretty much sounds the same at the beginning every time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think a way they could sort of like address that is maybe not start at the same season every time you play. Sure. Because like I play I probably did like three playthroughs and like each one I just, like, I just got bored because after 15 minutes, it sounded the exact... Like, I just didn't have the patience to, like, yeah. move on. Yeah, I wonder I, if, uh, like... I, I very much agree with that as a... I, I, wonder, I wonder if having a more directed approach um, would help with that. Like, I remember... I don't know if you guys have played The Unfinished Swan before. I have never even heard of that. Uh, it I is have. very great. Um, I yeah, would, it's a good game. So the the way it begins, though, is uh, you're kind of in this white void of a space, and um, you're sort of walking around throwing down uh, paint in order to sort of render out more of the scenery. Um, But it's little blotches, and you're sort of being strung along by, I believe it's a frog. Max, if you remember... I believe it's a frog, yes. Uh, but you're, you're sort of getting a partial sense of the landscape just by virtue of like what you're placing down in the environment. Um, and it feels like a very organic exploration of it. Um, so it's curious to see like this game kind of taking an approach of the world is responding to you in terms of creating a textured soundscape, but maybe not mm-hmm. as organic on multiple playthroughs. Hmm. What I, what something else that I think is worth discussing is like so when I think about trying to address this game it's like what is the game trying to say okay it wants you to sort of like slow down and really experience this song basically mm-hmm. and just sort of like live in the moment rather than going for a goal mm-hmm. and okay so how what does it do to get you to do that and it creates this beautiful landscape the problem is that like an experience that I had that very much sums up my feelings on Proteus is the first time I booted it up, I was walking around and I see in the distance at the top of this mountain, there's like this castle looking thing. I'm like, oh, I want to go to that. And I, you know, spent some time trying to find a way up and I had to walk around the whole time I was experiencing this island and I finally get to the top and it is literally four polygons with mm-hmm. some like crenellation at the top. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. So there's like this is it so that's a, so that's here. a silhouette 
Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. It's like yeah, the, and I can kind of compare it to, like, it has that wanderlust feeling of Skyrim where, uh-huh. like, you just see something in the distance and you're like, I want to go to that. And you get there and you do stuff. Yeah. Except in Proteus, you get there and you're like, well, I'm here now. Yeah. Oh, how long? I'm going to have to do this for 40 more minutes to yeah. get <laughs> some stuff to happen in this game. Again, so, it's though, like, it create. Yeah. I want to say two people made this. I, and that is like Two. I I never want to fault a small team for not putting something together, but then I also don't think it's fair to fault me. Not that you guys mm-hmm. are, but fault me for getting bored. Right. I I think it's also like you look at what that art style is, and I think it's it's you know I I have my issues with it because I I feel as if it's a little too aimless for my taste, but um, that art style works for immersion i don't think it works for a grand reveal per se um and (laughs) and this is actually interesting like i when we decided to do proteus instead of the last guardian i looked up a click a quick playthrough just to refresh myself on it i didn't know this game actually like had kind of an ending because i just never played long enough yeah Mm mm-hmm like at a certain point you go through all the like there were seasons in this playthrough that i didn't even know existed in the game (laughs) like but it is worth noting that this is a game that like doesn't care about you finding the ending either did you max you did you ever play through straight to that and did you know it existed i've I've spent a lot of time i I actually tend to visit proteus every so often just because it's an interesting experience my opinion on it is that while it is kind of bare bones on a lot of things I, I do I just I do think that it has an incredibly like focused vision. Yeah, I'll um, give it that. It, it knows like it was it was going for something. It, it it's not aimless in its intention, which I think is kind of what's nice about it. Mm-hmm. There, there is something interesting about that ending though that I wanted to talk about because it's like for a game that is so bare bones doesn't seem like to be the right word, but just sort of like an ex- Min- like abstract minimal. experience. Minimal. minimal. Minimal is a good word. Is... But there's like, there was actually a surprising amount of symbolism, like intentional symbolism in the ending. Like, what mm-hmm. happens is you're walking around, and all of a sudden the like audio sort of becomes like, almost like a choir, like sort of like humming, um, and you slowly start flo- like floating upwards. You're not no longer on the island, and you go into the clouds, and you see this giant like, basically it looks like sort of the aur- aurora borealis, but made out of like a waveform. So it's like you're meeting God, and God is sound. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of interesting. It's like, deep for as this fuck, game. yo. <laughs> I, I, I think that it is a really interesting like image, the the static wavelength, the aurora borealis looking thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. It does like... I, I think it's like... The game in a way. Honestly, like that yeah. ending makes me appreciate it quite a bit more. Um, I think it's... This game is about stripping down to the absolute essentials, and I think just getting real naked, getting real naked with it. Uh, but I, I think having something like for those who take the time to immerse themselves in it and to have that sort of payoff, it's it's more of a testament to what um, the the medium of video games can provide for people. Like we talk about walking simulators being about um, sort of exploration and careful consideration of the environment and um but this is just like that at its purest form uh the fact Mm. that you can have kind of like an ending sort of like that um a very like resonant ending is pretty neat and i i mean i also want to give it credit for all the critiques like 
this was probably the first truly abstract game I ever played, and that alone was sort of like, oh wow, we really can do a lot with games. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I, I cannot just, man, I owe a lot to the humble bundle. <laughs> it raised you. There's it, also I, I daddy, daddy bum. No, I don't like anywhere. Daddy bundle. Daddy. <laughs> Have you seen Daddy's bundle today? Oh, okay. Let's um, move on. Max, what were you going to say? <laughs> another interesting thing is that this is an experience which I, I don't remember exactly which system this is the case with, but I know it is the case with maybe the PS3 and the Vita version mm-hmm. of it. Um, you don't always, you're not actually able always, you're not always able to purchase this game. Um, some, some mediums have this game as something which you rent. And it's very cheap, but you rent it for a limited experience quantity of time, huh. um, which is weird. weird. There's a lot yeah. of things about Proteus that are very odd. Was that intentional? I'd be kind of unhappy with that. Is that un- you, intentional? Yeah, no, no. It was like a like we're gonna make this different. Like weird. it's it, I, I, it has this weird quality to it. Like huh. I, I don't really know how I feel about that. It is kind of an interesting like. You're almost like renting uh, like a couple hours on an island. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that sort of like idea is more self-important. Like I want this like game to come and then like change your world, and you're not able to come back. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a little too. Up I, its I feel own, like that is adding but... an element of like mystique and grandiosity. I hope I'm using that word right, but just like this, like sort of like forcing the game to be something it's not. It's overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it that's, that's the word. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Caleb. <laughs> no problem. I, I threw it up. You dunked it. Well, so I want to make a comparison also to uh, the Witness, uh, which I don't know if you guys have played. Okay, I I don't, but I think I see where you're going. Very very similar in terms of what I mean. You are on an island essentially that is all about sort of this vibrant, immersive atmosphere. But with the Witness, I, I think it has the benefit of intention. Um, in direction a lot of the you know it, it has puzzles so it actually has something going for it in terms of mechanics um but in terms of like giving giving you a satisfying payoff for sort of exploring the island and sort of like looking at clues that can benefit you with puzzles in later areas and, and sort of um mm-hmm. taking in what's around you in order to benefit progress i think is mm-hmm what proteus it's not what it's going for so uh, it's not like that would have benefited it per se but um there are comparisons between the two um that i think are are worth noting yeah definitely i was actually thinking about the witness when Mm -hmm. we were uh uh, (laughs) about an hour ago when we decided to talk about this game yeah Um, that's a pretty apt game to contrast so at this point we have talked about the game longer than i have played it is there anything else that we is there anything else that we want to add Um, Uh, i don't know if there's a whole lot to add i do think that um it's a small game there's only so much we can say yeah and i actually i mentioned this to both of you before we started recording um key uh ed key the uh one of the designers um there, there has been like a, an amount of criticism this game has gotten as something which is not really a video game in that it's 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 like that's how minimal we're talking that some people uh-huh. are like i don't know this is actually a video game even mm-hmm. um and he has he, he had an argument of that 
trying to encourage an overly strict definition of what a game needs to be doesn't really accomplish anything besides fostering a conservative and defensive attitude towards video gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I agree in the sense that I feel like trying to define what is and isn't a game is it's a fool's unnecessary. errand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, Caleb, you've been really good about saying the words I want to say, but better. <laughs> <laughs> I read your mind, son. Mm. Mm. But read your mind and polish it up. There is something to be said about um, something like this uh, readjusting expectations of what interactivity means in a video game. I think, like, the. You know, we harp on the itch.io's of the world, but um, I, I think having experiences like this are always very valuable, and they're kind of like scratching a niche for you know a, a section of the community that necessarily doesn't want to define what a game is. I, I think they just want to be mm-hmm. kind of overtaken by what an experience can be with just like a very minimal amount of effort. Mm-hmm. In terms of like what they're doing in the game, uh, not in terms right. of what, yeah. So, uh, so coffee table book. If we are making a book called the Art History of Video Games, where would Proteus be in it? I actually think that it would make it in, despite its incredibly small scale. Um, I think it would too. I don't think definitely. It, I mean, again, it's not like you can spend a ton of time on it because uh-huh. there's only so much you can explore with it. But I think that there's definitely a case to be made that it sort of has a journey-like quality to it, that it's like a very focused vision that has a visual audio payoff. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Caleb? I, so I don't, you know, I haven't played it enough to really say it with certainty, but um, I think it would just be lumped into um, the walking simulator uh, chapter that we have extensively exhausted at this point carved out carved out into the book uh so i think it would nest somewhere in there uh as being sort of that you know distilling it down to bare minimum uh but nailing kind of what they're Mm -hmm. going for i mean like I, i i was not super this game came out in 2013 so at that point it was still kind of riding that like indie game I don't want to say revival because it was more them coming onto the scene, but I think that was the first game for me that was like, okay, indie games can be a game and wow, we can really create some really crazy experiences, huh? Like if there was an abstract game or experimental games, Uh I think Proteus was definitely my first exposure to that. And I can't think like there are probably some games that came before, but I'm willing to bet this one got like the highest profile. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can't like necessarily... I mean, The Witness, maybe you could say, came after it. I can't really think of any other games that I haven't necessarily played that are as experimental as this, which is worth inclusion. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for listening to this uh, quickly thrown together episode. Um, if you want to send us fan art of what you think the Last Guardian ending looks like, um, <laughs> send that to critcrewpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we got a Facebook group oh, where, fuck. oh man, Caleb, you can probably make a very pretty banner with this one. Oh yeah, for real. Facebook.com forward slash critcrew. Um, Max is our Twitter god. What is it? Just at critcrewpodcast? Yeah. As yeah. we said at the top, he tweets intermittently, but if I... you tweet at him... He'll come at you. he'll come at you. I've never like I've never been given the responsibility of a Twitter, and I kind of don't know what to do with it. 
but you uh, should you should do some googling. Do something goofy. <laughs> I might have I might have done a uh, Spec Ops April Fool's joke. Oh, you gotta be kidding! Me. What was it? What was it? <laughs> I I believe I was like, "Hey, it's Max. Spec Ops, the best game ever." Oh, hey, check out that date. <laughs> something it's like that. Not. Cool. It's not cool. 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 So cool, cool, cool. that's been our episode. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys haven't tried to railroad over my ending stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm a little concerned about how easy this outro has been. <laughs> we're sort of just letting it wash over us. Uh, one music, audio, like, we're, a, we're like a, a sea, oh. like a sea of music. Yeah, there, there's something about like just the the cacophony of your voice and Max's voice that sort of leads me to keep exploring and step on in the mm-hmm. world um i feel mm-hmm. like it's just it's wait just, till... it's this thing in the distance that i just need to keep walking towards and i, I don't know just no matter what just slowly i don't walk. know i i just see walk. it in the distance walk. Hey, love's walk. pretty competitive walk walk like i'm, appro- I'm approaching it further walk. i walk. walk caleb is just going to kind of keep on walking into the sunset he feels really compelled i'm trotting now i'm trotting right now this is my procedurally okay. generated voice. I'm walking match. over the hill here. I see something. Yeah. What okay. is that? That's some good stuff. What, what is that? Is that a crit? Be, what the what fuck's a crit doing in here? Di- What's a crit oh, doing no. in here? No, no. shut this down. Shut island. it down. The dark secret that keeps us all together, that binds us into the night, help us, free us from this crit. We're all trapped on this island. This crit is My voice is part of the island. I no longer exist. I am only in the podcast. Please send for help. This crit, this crit's adjourned, y'all. That got weird. That got weird. <laughs> that got real weird. That got uh, oh man, a fresh weirdness going.